Hello, we're going to try to wrap it up on the teaching series of the ABCs of marketing. We just finished part six, and this will begin part seven. So now we're going to go to number 151, which is test driving marketing. Again, we're on number 151, test driving or test driven marketing, same thing. This marketing is all about using test results to convince consumers to buy a product or invest in a service. The concept is that a business should attempt to identify potential objections about a product or service. This is a very wise tactic because, again, it deals with analyzing a situation, evaluating it in order to get the best results. And again, I'll repeat, it is psychology. 152 is time marketing. Now, time marketing involves marketing something at a certain time or within a particular time frame. For example, if you want to increase, increase your return on investment, the ROI. Many products sink or swim depending on when a business decides to advertise them. A time marketing campaign might just revolve around using common sense, or it could use the results from time research. Suppose a business has a Twitter account and a customer tweets to ask whether they stock a certain item. If the company takes a week to respond, the opportunity is gone. A response is needed quickly. Here's where Eric Thomas found a gap with Tony Robbins back in the days of cassettes. People would be going through changes, order the cassette tape, and it would take four weeks for that cassette to come. So Eric Thomas, the motivational speaker now all over the world, took that opportunity to answer people's pain points immediately. So he closed the gap, which was very smart on his part. 153 is trade marketing. This approach is used by manufacturers to help promote and ultimately sell a product. Trade marketing will target customers, retailers, wholesalers, distributors, or a combination. We've often heard a trade car show. That's trade car, trade marketing rather. It's an example. 154 is traditional marketing, and that's any marketing strategy that's been around for a long time. So there's a lot of traditional marketing going on, and there's nothing wrong with that. 155 is transactional marketing. This strategy focuses on increasing the efficiency and volume of individual sales rather than on establishing and maintaining a relationship with a customer. Now, that may not sound like a good idea, but transactional marketing can come across as very impersonal. So you'd have to question its longevity. So you question it to see if you're doing the right thing. 156 is undercover marketing, and this is used to intrigue, to coax interest for something. Undercover marketing is designed to tease people and tap into the human desire to know more, that also falls under curiosity. Again, psychology. It's 
all psychology. 157 is user-generated marketing. This marketing strategy allows customers to participate in a marketing campaign by creating a more interactive and engaging experience for a target audience. User-generated marketing is as much a PR exercise as anything else. It's cost-effective tactic that can transform a business into a brand. So that's wise as well. 158 is vertical marketing and it's a specific market or niche. Vertical marketing is any marketing collateral that targets a particular group of people. So here you have your target audience made from the buyer's persona. 159 is video marketing. And of course, it's the use of videos to advertise a product or service. And we see that all over the internet today. Video marketing now is a 2020 trend that is very, very, very in demand, very hot, very effective. So you want to increase your video marketing. Again, do further research on video marketing and see how to upscale yourself on LinkedIn, Quora, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere where they, in YouTube, everywhere they show videos. Uh, it's important. I'm actually doing more myself. I'm doing podcasts and videos. 160 is viral marketing. And this is the act of having a message spread quickly through various social media networks. The aim of viral marketing is to increase brand awareness fast. You hear on YouTube or uh, even Facebook, somebody posted something up, even on Instagram, the situation with Mike Tyson and the comedian, and it went viral. So that's important to realize. 161 is voice marketing. Now, this involves using a particular tone of voice to maximize product sales. Now, this falls under the line of content creation, copywriting, advertisement, persuasion, narrative, storytelling, case studies, all of that good stuff. The way a company speaks to customers is just as important as how it looks and what it sells. Think about the McDonald's commercials, the Coca-Cola commercials, the Nike commercials, they all have a certain flow or rhythm to it. Years ago, there was a guy that uh, had the ball hitting him say, this is a cola nut. And he was doing a specific type of advertising, but they were using his unique voice. James Earl Jones has a unique voice. Danzel Washington has a unique voice. Patti LaBelle has a unique voice. And when you hear that, it has a certain flow, a certain feeling, a certain tone, a certain vibe. So it's important to investigate that and capitalize off of it. 162 is word of mouth marketing. And this happens when customers talk about a brand, recommend a product or service without the business doing anything. And this is actually one of the best as well. It drives social engagement. It's one of the top five. 163 is youth marketing, and that's any marketing strategy that's directed towards young people. Point MMA by Willie the Bam Johnson, that's directed towards the youth. This is one example. And that is a long list 
And we're also going to cover number 164, and that is authority marketing. Authority marketing. One thing about marketing, there are several concepts. One concept is establishing your authority in your own unique way to where you look like an expert. Number two is persuasive psychology, persuading people to see your point of view as you address their pain points. Four is relevancy. Everything you write, everything you display, everything you show has to relate to what they like or what the target audience does not like. You have to create a balance or a marriage. And that equals influence. You want to influence them to what? Become a loyal customer. Keep clicking on the page and ultimately make a purchase. So that's authoritative marketing in a nutshell. But there are some other tidbits there. So let's look at it. And what I just described, those concepts represent branding. It's not about building your company's brand, but it's about your personal brand, that personal touch for your audience to remember your name. People remember Michael Jordan. Nike just do it. They remember Tiger Woods and his endorsements. They remember Shaquille O'Neal, Papa John's Pizza. They remember Patti LaBelle with her pies. So you want to be recognizable and associated in your target audience mind. You want to help them to discover your uniqueness. Everyone's unique in their own right. Don't try to copy other people. You can copy off of what they do, but put your own spin on it. Make it yours. Own it. Be accountable to it. Now, part of that is content marketing, high quality content written for your specific target audience. Now, it can be done different ways. White papers. I mentioned uh, case studies, articles, blog posts, webinars, podcasts. Or you can do like Charlie Epstein. You can write a book, make it an ebook. You can have courses online. Another thing you can use is referral marketing. Now, 85% of small businesses get customers through word of mouth. And we just talked about word of mouth marketing previously. And this information is given according to a survey. So if you need to encourage your satisfied clients and customers to refer you to others, you need to be on top of your game. Let people know you know what you're doing. I conversed through LinkedIn on today about someone and I asked them a simple question. I wrote them and said, what excites you the most about what you do? They were into web and graphics. And they said, read my website. Now, if you were a business looking for that type of service of web and graphic design, and the person claims to be a professional, would you hire that individual? No, you wouldn't, because they just became impersonal when you were personal. They could not even answer a simple question. What excites you the most about your profession? I didn't ask the website to look at features 
I'm asking the business owner on a person-to-person basis. That's psychology. Psychology is a social science. It involves communication. It involves social engagement. And I understand to a certain degree why they reacted that way because they're from a certain culture in the East. And their men and women are very arrogant. They want things done their way, but they're going to lose out, especially on American high-end paying clients. When you come before a business person, take Shark Tank, for example. When those contestants are asked a question and given an assignment, they have to follow through because those millionaires and billionaires up there are requesting information and are willing to invest into those businesses their ideas of the contestants. So if the contestant doesn't answer and says, oh, look to my website, they're going to say, well, you're disqualified from the show. There's a certain protocol of humility, being humble and meekness being teachable and teamwork and collaboration and synergy that goes along with any business worth its salt. So you have to remember that when you're establishing your authority. You know, When I was in college taking the accelerated psychology course with Charter Oak State College, they would often say, don't use Wikipedia because it's not a credible source. Stick with your .edu, your .govs, your hospitals, an established company that has a decent reputation. And you can tell if they have a decent reputation because you relate what they say to back up a claim that you're searching in your subject matter. If I wanted to know about SEO and I went to Neil Patel, Brian Dean, Brian Clark, Michael Brenner, the Content Marketing Institute, all of those people would give me solid, incredible information. Why? Because they're known out there. There's others. I just named a few. They're known out there. They're crushing it. Pat Flynn, Paul Jarvis, Carol Tice, Ruthie Bowles, Nick F. Nelson. They're crushing it. Another thing you can use is PR and marketing. And this, again, deals with public relations. People. See, speaking is another thing you can use to establish your authority. Speaking is dynamic. And in color psychology, I'm going to throw this in, red is the best color to use when you want to hold an audience or a person's attention, a reader as well. It signifies power, success, winning, strength, and passion and romance. Valentine's Day is a perfect example of that. And it's the top color to generate sales. Blue is the second best color to hold a person's attention, to stir up emotions of loyalty and trust, and to generate sales. Nick F. Nelson uses blue. He wears blue. 
The post office uses blue. Progressive insurance uses blue. Allstate uses blue. Lowe's Home Improvement uses blue. Nike uses red. Coca-Cola uses red. Valentine's Day distributors use red. Cards, lingerie, red roses, red candy boxes. All of that red is for a reason. McDonald's uses the golden arch. Golden color or yellowish represents enlightenment, wisdom. And gold also represents wealth and extravagance. Sprint uses yellow. So the colors help to increase your KPI. So when you're speaking, you want to get a dynamic color to stir up certain emotions and get specific results. And also with authority marketing, you can use events, conferences, brunches, various festivals, things outside or inside where people are gathering for a common cause. So there you have it. The ABCs of marketing. And again, I encourage you to study behind what I say. Take it and go further and find your area of expertise. Now, if you have an area of expertise, you can add to what you do and then multiply your organic traffic, your lead generation, and increase your revenue and rank higher with Google. So God bless you. This is Michael Ellis, better known as the Soaring Eagle, signing off. Take care.